0: Does it repeat or does it rise? And why can't we just hit rewind? Oh, well, it's all just history. This is life. Welcome back, intrepid history explorers, to another episode of Timeless Tales. I'm your host, Dex. And today we're slithering our way into the fascinating story of a group of fearless fighters whose motto was, The Snake is Smoking. You guessed it. We're talking about the Brazilian Expeditionary Force, a.k.a. the Smoking Snakes. So buckle up, because we're about to dive into their role in World War II and uncover their impact on the Allied victory. Also, a big shout-out to World War II Daily on Instagram for suggesting this show idea and providing information used in its production. Now you might be wondering, what was Brazil's stance during World War II? Well, at first, Brazil tried to remain neutral, attempting to juggle relations with both the Allies and the Axis. But as the war raged on, Brazil couldn't stay on the sidelines forever. After a series of attacks on Brazilian merchant ships by German U-boats, Brazil decided to join the fight on the side of the Allies in 1942. Let's take a closer look at some of these key incidents. The Bipendi Incident, August 15, 1942. The Brazilian steamship Beipendi was en route from Rio de Janeiro to New York when it was torpedoed by the German submarine U-507, resulting in the loss of 270 lives. This tragic event marked the beginning of a series of attacks on Brazilian merchant ships in the South Atlantic. The Araraquara incident, August 16, 1942. Just a day after the Beipendi attack, the German submarine U-507 struck again, sinking the Brazilian passenger ship Araraquara off the coast of Sergipe. This attack claimed the lives of 131 passengers and crew members. The Annibal Benevolo incident, August 17, 1942. Continuing its deadly spree, the U-507 torpedoed and sank the Brazilian ship Annibal Benevolo near the coast of Bahia, resulting in the loss of 150 lives. The Itajiba and Arara incidents, August 17, 1942. On the same day as the Annibal Benevolo attack, the U-507 sank two more Brazilian ships, Itajiba and Arara, near the coast of Bahia. The Itajiba suffered 36 casualties, while the Arara, a naval vessel repurposed as a merchant ship, had 20 of its crew members killed. These tragic incidents underscore the devastating impact of unrestricted submarine warfare on both military and civilian targets. They also highlight the importance of protecting trade routes and the vital role of naval forces during times of conflict. And that's where the Smoking Snakes come in. This nickname was given to the Brazilian Expeditionary Force, or BEF, who fought alongside the Allies in Europe. Their emblem featured a snake smoking a pipe, which symbolized their determination to fight. As the saying in Brazil went, it's more likely for a snake to smoke a pipe than for the BEF to go to the front and fight. Well, guess what? The smoking snakes proved everyone wrong. They were deployed to Italy in 1944, Joining the Allied forces in the Italian campaign, the BEF was a force to be reckoned with, comprising around 25,000 soldiers, including infantry, artillery, and even an air force squadron, the first fighter group. The Smoking Snakes played a crucial role in several significant battles. Their most famous engagement was the Battle of Monte Castello, The Battle of Monte Castello was an engagement that took place from the 25th of November, 1944, to the 21st of February, 1945, during the Italian campaign of World War II. It was fought between the Allied forces advancing into northern Italy and the dug-in German defenders. The battle marked the Brazilian Expeditionary Forces' entry into the land war in Europe. Starting in November 1944, fierce combat dragged on for three months. Six Allied attacks were mounted against the German forces, four of which were tactical failures. The final attack, dubbed Operation Encore, employed the Brazilians to win the mount and consequently expel the Germans. The tactics used were to be the same as those devised by Mascarenhas de Moraes, commander of the FEB, in November. On the 20th of February, the troops of the Brazilian Expeditionary Force were in battle position, with its three regiments ready to depart for Costello. Advancing on the left of the Brazilians was the elite American 10th Mountain Division, which had the responsibility of taking Monte della Toraca. The attack began at 6 a.m., the 21st of February, with the UZEDA Battalion following on the right, the Franklin Battalion toward the front. As outlined in the plans for Encore, the Brazilians were to reach the top of Monte Castelo by 18.00 hours at most. However, at 17.30, when the 1st Battalion of the 1st Regiment Franklin conquered the summit of Monte Castelo, the Americans had not overcome the German resistance. Much of the success of the offensive was credited to the artillery division commanded by General Cordero de Farias, that between 16.00 and 17.00 on the 22nd had made a perfect barrage against the summit of Monte Castello, allowing the movement of Brazilian troops. But that's not all. The Brazilian forces also made their mark in the Battle of Colecchio Fornovo. This was a battle between the 1st Brazilian Expeditionary Division, Forca Expedicionaria Brasileira Feb, along with Italian partisans and units from the American army, against the German Wehrmacht and the fascist National Republican Army of Italy. The battle was fought around the town of Fornovo di Taro, about 13 kilometers to the southwest of Parma, Italy. On news of the German-Italian forces approach, a Brazilian armored reconnaissance squadron moved south from Parma, meeting vanguard units of the Axis forces in Colecchio. The Brazilian reconnaissance squadron called for reinforcements they were outnumbered by the Germans. A force of Brazilian infantry was hastily ferried to the town in jeeps and trucks. By 6.30 p.m. on the 26th of April, the Brazilian infantry was in place and prepared for action under the command of Major Orlando Gomez Ramagem. Ramagem ordered some of his troops, supported by the machine guns, to dig in to Block Highway 62, which led north to Parma. The 5th Company of the 11th RCT was ordered to attack at 7.30 p.m. The first attacks were made by this company, which quickly captured the church. German infantry defending the outskirts of the town, supported by mortars, responded to the attacks with intense fire. By noon, the Brazilians had full control of the town of Colequio, forcing the Germans south toward Fornovo by late afternoon on the 27th of April. Prisoners taken in the battle at Colecchio confirmed partisans and rebels' reports that the 148th Division was in the area of Fornovo di Taro, trying to put the Allied advance at halt. The Allied forces attacked this position at 6.30 p.m. on the 28th of April. The defeat at Colecchio and follow-up attacks in Fornovo convinced the German commander that defeat was inevitable. At 10 p.m., General Otto Freder Pico sent emissaries seeking a cease fire while terms were discussed. On the 29th of April, he surrendered the 148th Division intact. So, what was the impact of the smoking snakes on the Allied victory? While the BEF might not have been the largest or most famous force in World War II, their contributions to the Italian campaign were significant. They showed that even a country with limited military resources could step up, adapt, and play a crucial role in the fight against tyranny. Their bravery, determination, and fierce fighting spirit earned them the respect and admiration of their fellow Allied forces. It is also worth highlighting several key individuals who played important roles during their time in World War II. Let's take a look at a few of these notable figures. Major Brigadier Nero Mura. Nero Moura was the commander of the 1st Fighter Group, the Brazilian Air Force squadron that fought alongside the BEF in Italy. Under his leadership, the 1st Fighter Group carried out numerous successful missions, providing critical air support to the Brazilian ground forces and other allied troops. Moura's pilots were known for their skill and bravery, earning them a distinguished reputation during the Italian campaign. Captain Arlindo Lucio da Silva, Captain da Silva, also known as the Hero of Montese, was an infantry officer who played a pivotal role in the Battle of Montese. He led a group of Brazilian soldiers in a fierce defense against a German attack, holding their position despite being heavily outnumbered and outgunned. Captain da Silva's courage and determination earned him the admiration of his fellow soldiers and a place in the annals of Brazilian military history. Sergeant Max Wolfe, Filho. Sergeant Wolfe was another highly respected figure within the Smoking Snakes. He led a reconnaissance platoon that was known for their daring and successful missions. Wolfe was killed in action during the Battle of Montese, but his legacy of bravery and dedication to the cause lived on in the hearts of his comrades. These individuals along with countless other brave soldiers, were instrumental in the success of the Smoking Snakes during World War II. Their dedication, leadership, and courage played a crucial role in the Brazilian Expeditionary Force's contributions to the Allied victory. And there you have it, folks, the story of the Brazilian Expeditionary Force, the Smoking Snakes, who proved that when it comes to fighting for freedom, anything is possible, even a snake smoking a pipe. Their courage and tenacity in the face of adversity serve as a reminder that even the most unlikely heroes can make a difference in the world. Thanks for joining us on this adventure through history. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Tune in next time as we uncover more captivating stories from the past. I'm Dex, and until then, keep exploring those timeless tales.